Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a body image and food freedom coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, love their bodies, feel confident AF, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello, welcome back to another episode. So before we dive in, I have an exciting announcement, which is absolutely not something you've seen coming because I haven't done that whole like teasing thing that people talk about. I haven't mentioned it at all. So this is a brand new, very exciting announcement, everybody. And you're the first to hear it because you are my beautiful podcast listeners. So I love you. Thank you, first of all, for being here. And If this episode title grabbed your attention, and if you can relate to what I'm talking about here when I start talking, I am hosting a free live online event called Body Image Bootcamp in a couple of weeks that you need to come to, where you're going to learn how to stop feeling shit about your body over three days of free online trainings. So this series is designed to give you the tools that you need to improve your body image and build body acceptance so that you can feel confident when you look in the mirror and also to help your loved ones do the same. Because as you guys know, if you are a long time listeners, I'm all about spreading this message. I'm all about helping you so you can help other people. And then we change the world. So with Body Image Bootcamp, you can expect three days of trainings, Tuesday to Thursday for 30 minutes each, plus workbooks to help you dive super deep into the content and see huge changes in how you feel about your body over those three days. And you're also going to be able to access me for a whole week of free coaching after the event ends, which is epic, especially because this is a zero cost event. I'm not charging you to come along to this at all. I'm not charging you for the information. I'm not charging you for the coaching. Just come along. And the other thing is, this is not a sales event, which, you know, I feel like these days, and I say this as someone, you know, I do this myself as well. A lot of the time when we sign up to like masterclasses or webinars, like, you know, you're going to get sold to at the end. And that's fine. Like I have absolutely nothing against that. I think that's great. But this one, I'm not, I will not be selling to you. I will not be pitching anything to you. I will not be trying to get you into anything. I am simply providing value. So come along. You will learn so much. You will get so much out of it without this just being a like, you know, me selling to you for three days. That's not going to happen basically. So the link is in the show notes, save your spot now, pause the episode, run along and get it. Or I'll give you a little reminder at the end as well. All right. So for the episode today, I'm going to be sharing the biggest reason that I see for why women still hate their bodies, even when they feel like they're putting all the work or doing all the right things, or have even reached that point where they thought that they would be happy with it. Like, you know, if they've reached their goal weight, which is gross, I hate that term so much, but you know what I mean? And it all comes down to what you're focusing on. So I reached my goal weight and I still wasn't happy. I still felt like shit about my body on the whole. And I still battled with it behind the scenes. I really felt that pressure. Like it was exciting at first, but that excitement faded. I reckon within like 20 seconds, a lot of the time, because then it was like, oh my God, 
I have to stay here. I have to keep being restrictive or I have to do more because it's hard to stay there. I, I still felt crap, basically. It didn't turn into this whole magical experience that I thought it would. Like I genuinely was like, my life's going to change once I reach that point. Now, since then, I've put on about 35 kilos and I don't feel shit about it at all. I love my body. I spent a couple of weeks ago in Bali and I didn't lose weight beforehand or I didn't stress about my body at all. Like I had thoughts absolutely leading up to it where I was like, oh, I'm about to go on a beach holiday. Should I like lose weight? And straight away I was like, no, no, I shouldn't. When I was there, I wasn't like worrying about, you know, getting massages, not worried about what the masseuse thought of my body, which is something last time I went, I wasn't comparing myself to other people on the street as I was walking around, which again, last time I was in Bali, I just compared myself to everyone and I felt so out of place and I hated myself while I was there. But this time I realized I don't give a fuck. I don't care at all. Like I just didn't stress about my body. I just had a good time. So if you want to take a leaf out of my book and go from still feeling shit about your body, even if you're in that body that you'd been hoping for to loving and accepting your body, no matter what your body looks like, this is for you. So one of the biggest reasons that you're still feeling shit about your body is that you're looking outwards instead of inwards. So you haven't learned about self-trust and self-belief yet, and you're too focused on the external. So basically what that means is your feelings about your body, they're not coming from you and from your own needs. They're coming from everyone else. You're worried about what other people think of you, about what other people think about how you look like. You're taking on these beliefs, these beliefs from other people and what they believe a body should look like instead of focusing on you and what you truly want for yourself and what's important to you. And here's the thing. You actually don't have to subscribe to societal beauty standards. You don't, you don't have to strive for a body that society deems acceptable or attractive. Like if you're doing it, it's a choice. If you are trying to subscribe to that the societal messaging, really, if you're trying to subscribe to, okay, I need to be in a smaller body. I need a button boobs. I need whatever long hair. I don't know. All these things, all these beauty standards. If you're trying to make yourself fit into that box, it is a choice. You are choosing to do it. You actually don't have to. And yes, absolutely. There is a pressure to do it. I'm not denying that at all, but you can overcome that pressure. It is hundred percent possible There are countless examples of people out there who have gone before you and done it and often likely people who are in more marginalized bodies than you. Like they're not special. They're not different. And if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. Because I think a lot of people go, well, yeah, it's all well and good for some people, but like, it's not for me. I can't do it. That's not true. That's a belief. That is a belief that you are choosing to have right now. And you can change that. I'm not saying that you can just flip a switch and, you know, it's magically gone and it's wonderful. That's not the case, but it is a hundred percent truly possible for you if you put in the work and if you put in effort to it. So once you cultivate true self-trust and self-belief, all of this becomes so much easier. And what's, what's a shorter term for self-trust and self-belief It's confidence. You need to work on building your confidence, which is an internal process, not an external one. So that you can look inwards and focus on yourself instead of always being worried about what other people think or what you believe you should be doing. And confidence is available to everyone because it's that internal process. You're not excluded from confidence because you look a certain way. That is not possible. And if you feel like it is, 
I want you to go out and I'm giving you some homework here. I want you to go out and I want you to find examples of people who are confident, who are, you know, maybe in a body that is more marginalized than your own or, you know, like for a lot of people, it's because of their size, because they have this internalized fat phobia going on. So if that's you and you think that your weight is excluding you from confidence, I want you to go out and I want you to find people who are in larger bodies than your own and are confident. And I can tell you now, there are plenty of them out there. So go and find people. If you need recommendations, send me a DM on Instagram. I will point you in the right direction because there are so many women who are living their best, fat, happy, confident lives. And I can point you in their direction if you need that. Now, some people might listen to this and think, yeah, but my weight loss is for me. I'm doing it for myself. It's got nothing to do with other people. Babe, respectfully, you're lying to yourself on some level. The only reason we diet is for other people. It's not because you want to feel good because dieting does not feel good. Dieting feels fucking awful. And if it was truly for you, if you truly didn't care about what other people thought, you wouldn't bother. Because dieting is a horrible process. It feels shit in your body. It feels shit in your brain. It comes along with side effects like eating disorders, mental health issues, being hungry 24-7, preoccupation with food, slowed metabolism, all of that stuff. And the mental battle of dieting is the worst. And I reckon every single person who has ever been on a diet could tell you about the shitty experiences they had on it. Now, I'm not talking here. I think this is important to say. I'm not talking here about making changes like eating more vegetables or incorporating more movement into your life, because those are healthy habits that will absolutely shift how you feel in your body and are things that you can do for yourself. But there is a difference between those and making restrictive changes that are solely for the purpose of changing your body. So for those of you who think, yeah, but my back or knees or body in general would feel better if I lost weight. So restrictive diets are doing something for me. I would really encourage you to ask yourself the question, if what you were doing changed how you felt in your body, for example, no more back pain, but didn't result in changing the way your body looks or what it weighs at all, would you still do it? If yes, cool. That's probably a healthy change for you. If not, then you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for other people. So take a good hard look at yourself and be honest when you answer that question, because I would put money on many of you lying to yourselves because I 100% lied to myself when I was there too. Hand up, I can 100% admit to that. Now, the other part of this, the other part of this reason why you still hate your body is you're focused on changing the wrong things. So if you are not happy at a size 18, you're not going to be happy at a size 8. I can tell you that now because body image is internal. It is not external it is internal. So we've all had the experience before where, you know, you hated your, let's say you're 18 and you can't stand the way your body looks. You think you're gross. You think you need to lose weight, whatever it is. And then when you're like 21, you look back at a picture of yourself at 18. You're like, are you joking? I was a babe. I wish I looked like that now. I look so hot. What was I complaining about? Now I'm disgusting. Then you're 25 and you look back a photo of you at 21 and you're like, what was I complaining about? I look so good. I wish I looked like that now. Oh my God. Now I'm awful. This is proof because if body image was about what you looked like, if body image was external, you would have been happy at 18. You would have been happy at 21, but it's not the case. So for most people who are focusing on intentionally changing their bodies, they're not absolutely stoked with everything else in their lives and about themselves with just this one little thing getting in the way of their happiness. 
It's not the case. So the way your body looks is just one small part of you and of your life. And changing it isn't going to magically fix everything else. Like I thought it would. I thought everything was going to get better once I got skinny. I thought I'd be healthier, thought I'd be fitter, thought I'd be more confident, thought I'd get a boyfriend, (laughs) thought I would have better relationships with my friends, thought I'd be more outgoing, thought I'd make friends easier. No, none of those things happened. None of those things happened. None of those things lasted because it doesn't fix your life. It doesn't change everything. And a really good example of this is in people who get weight loss surgery. So studies show up to 30% of people who get weight loss surgery are dissatisfied with the results. And I see posts all the time from people who say that they're still struggling with the body image, despite having made the change that was meant to make them feel happy in their bodies. Like for those, and I'm talking about the people here who got weight loss surgery to change the way their body looks because they thought that their life would be better or happier and they would love it more if they're in a smaller body. So one of the other parts of this is, When people are working on weight loss or working on changing their body, they're chasing happiness and confidence. But instead of working on those things directly, they're working on this external thing off to the side and just hoping, fingers crossed, that that results in happiness and in confidence. Why not just cut out the middleman? And then you are guaranteed to get the results. So instead of focusing on the weight loss off to the side and hoping that leads to the happiness and confidence, work on the happiness and confidence directly. You can actively control those things. You can actively work on happiness. You can actively work on confidence, focus on those things. And then you're actually going to get those things rather than just focusing on something completely different and hoping that leads there. Like it's just such a silly path. It's such a time wasting path. And another tip for you here, if you're someone who is maybe focusing on the wrong things is start focusing on what your body can do rather than what it looks like. Pay attention to and appreciate the little things or the things that we don't breathe about. I mean, these aren't actually little things. These are huge things when we really sit and think about like breathing, walking, repairing itself. Like, I don't know, this, this is something that gets me so often. If I like, I don't know, have a cut on my arm or on my hand or something like that, watching my skin knit it back together over a few days, that's wild to me. That is wild that my body can do that. Like, my body is a masterpiece. (laughs) I'm, I'm getting a little bit speechless when I actually sit there and think about that stuff. That's insane. That's so cool. So focus on that. Focus on those things because that's incredible. And yet your body can do all of this. Your body is protecting you. Your body is freaking magical. And yet you're talking shit about it because you've got some stretch marks on your stomach. Like, do you see how wild that is? And celebrate any progress in what your body can do. Maybe that's in the gym. Maybe it's being able to walk longer distances without getting puffed out. Or maybe it's becoming more flexible or maybe less pain. Oh my God, that's the biggest one for me celebrating. When I went from having like debilitating back pain to hardly ever getting pain. Oh, wonderful. That is where we should be focusing. Focus on what your body can do. That's such an exciting thing. That's such a thing that's worthy of celebration. And instead of working towards your ideal body, I want you to work towards your ideal lifestyle. So what would having the body that you're wishing you had actually give you? What would be different? Who who would you be if you had that body? Or what do you think that it would give you? Because maybe you know you're not being logical and that it wouldn't necessarily result in that, but you're hoping that it will. Like you don't need to, you can use your emotional brain for this. What do you feel like will be different? 
when you have that body, if you're someone who has, you know, a body in mind that they're looking out for, that they want, that they're going after, really think about it. What is that going to give you? What do you think that's going to give you? Like, would you be a more confident person? Would you be able to wear brightly colored clothes and be comfortable standing out? Would you be able to play with your kids more comfortably? Would you be an active person who bushwalks on weekends? And once you've figured that out, work on those things. Work on those things directly. It's the same as the whole like happiness and confidence thing before. They are possible for you. If your goal is to be an active person who bushworks, start bushwalking. Start small. If you are in a body that cannot right now climb a mountain, cool, no problem. Go on a little nature walk or just go on a walk like, I don't know, around your neighborhood. Start small and start working towards that. Work on your confidence if you think you'd be more confident. If you think I'd be able to wear brightly colored clothes and be comfortable standing out, brilliant. Start wearing some color. Bring it in in just your earrings if you need to start small. Start working on those things because those things are possible for you and those things do not necessarily mean you have to change your body for them. So I want to give you an example of a change in focus that I noticed in myself recently, which has been going on for a long time, but I only became consciously aware of it like just now, I guess. So clothes shopping used to be a really difficult experience for me. And I imagine probably for many of you too. And I hated doing it because I hated that experience of trying on a size that I thought would fit and it not fitting, it not looking good, like having to size up, whatever, whatever it was. But now clothes shopping isn't difficult anymore because I just get the right size (laughs) instead of trying to squeeze into a size that I thought I was, or maybe that I used to be. And when you do that, when you're trying to squeeze into a size that is not right for you, it just makes you feel shit when it doesn't look good. So since I can vary in size from store to store, because sizing is not consistent across the board, when I go clothes shopping now, I just get a couple of different sizes to take to the change room, like the size I think I am, and also the size up from that. I used to get the size down from that, like wishful thinking, which is so dumb. So now the size up from that. And I try on the bigger one first. And if that fits, great. If it doesn't, then I size down. And this process means that you're not putting on the things that are too small and then they make you feel crap about yourself, which I know is an experience that many of us are having out shopping. And also, I just think it's important to mention here, this is also speaking from a privileged privileged position as someone who can walk into, not definitely not all shops, but still can walk into shops and get clothes that fit me off the rack sometimes. Not every shop, definitely not. Screw you shops that go up to a size 14. You need to get into the 21st century. But, you know, there are some people listening to this who might be like, well, I can't even walk into a shop and try on clothes. So just want to mention there, that is important to acknowledge. Now, the other part of this process, this clothes shopping process and this change in focus is that if clothes don't fit me, whatever size they are, any size, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not going to blame my body for not fitting into the clothes. I'm not going to make it mean something about me. Instead, I'm going to be mad at the shop for not stocking clothes that fit my body, for not creating an inclusive shopping experience for everyone, especially, especially since I'm a size like 16 to 18, which is actually the average size of women in Australia, not a 14, like we've all been made to believe, which is extra messed up because while 67% of Australian women are plus sized, AKA a 16 to 18 or above, Only 6.3% of Australian retailers sell plus-size clothing. How messed up is that? Oh my God, I just learned that statistic from a refinery article and it blew my mind and made me so angry. Anyway, back to my point. 
getting mad at the companies, getting mad at the brands for not creating this inclusive shopping experience. Like I'm, I'm getting mad at that stuff instead of at myself for not fitting into the clothes. I'm getting mad at the fact that we don't even have standardized sizing in Australia. So in some stores, I'm a size 14. And in some stores, I'm a size 20. Like, can we just make it consistent, everybody? So get mad at the systems. This is my point. Get mad at the systems. Don't get mad at yourself. And that's a shift in focus that you can make right now. Instead of changing your body to fit into the clothes, change the clothes to fit your body. So basically to summarize the two things that I really want you to look at doing, if you're still unhappy with your body is to look inwards instead of outwards and focus on changing the right things instead. And as a bonus thing for you to do, I'm going to give you a bonus register for the free body image bootcamp. So I'm going to give you a little sneak preview of what you're going to learn over the three days. So you can see if this is something that's going to be helpful for you, which if you've listened to this episode, It totally is. It's absolutely going to be helpful for you. So on day one, we're going to be talking about why you really feel shit about your body. So you'll discover where you've been going wrong with your approach to feeling better about your body and the unexpected ways that it's hurting your relationships being where you are now. Day two, which is Wednesday, the title of the day is boot camps don't improve body image, which I recognize sounds like, but Gemma, this is a body image boot camp. Except this one. This is not a normal boot camp. We know this. So learn how to love your body without spending hours in the gym or following restrictive diets because we ain't got time for that. Day number three is how to master your mindset. So you will get my foolproof formula for unlearning all of the shitty feelings and the beliefs that you have around your body. And you'll be able to put that into action right away straight away. So this is going to be super actionable. It's not just going to be about learning. It's going to be about doing, because I truly believe that if you're not going and implementing the things that you've learned, if you're a chronic like podcast listener, book reader, you consume all the content, but you don't do anything about it, nothing changes. So this is about change. This is about action. And I'm so freaking excited to bring it to you over three days. It's going to be the best. So register to come along live, or if you can't make the live sessions, you can still watch the replays. They will all be there ready for you to go. And then you get the free coaching from me as well, which chef's kiss. So exciting. So good. Go and register. It's in the show notes and I will see you there.